Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast that Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast. You're just going to step all over the intro. Well, you didn't say anything, so... Application. Alright, the intro is now over, so now you can go ahead and welcome everyone. Nah, I don't know if I want to. Go ahead. Welcome to Practice Christian Podcast, a ministry of Scent Church. I know it, it's been a little bit longer than a week. Um, yep. We got like the plague in our house. It, yeah, and it lasted for almost a month. Yes, and it just went from one person to one person to one person, and eventually it was me and... When Josh goes down, he <laughs> goes down hard. So, so like my fever was high enough that... He was hallucinating. I, I was hallucinating in my sleep. Yes, it was. Um, it was a little concerned. It was not fun, to say no. the least. And and here we are, and I'm not coughing and as I'm much the one as that, I was. And I'm the one that kind of does the tech stuff. So, right. so I apologize. We did not get one up last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That would be on me. I just felt like pure garbage. And we don't have a stockpile of shows, so it's not like we just got a bunch of episodes that are already recorded, right? ready to go up um because Although that is a thought just saying and, and it is maybe we should have a, a couple that are on standby but we do that so we can stay current with what is going on right um and if i if we did it weeks in advance then we may not be as current as we would like to be right so Correct. So it's been a long week. It was a fantastic week. We had our first interest meeting. We did. Which went way better than we thought it would have. Much better than we thought um, it would. The interest meeting for the church plant coming to Volusia County. Yes. Four Towns area. Yes. Um, we were expecting somewhere in the area of, you know, 10 to 15. That that was our hope, our goal. Um, we had well over... We had about 25. 30. Yeah, you 30, know, so. like that. But it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too late. You still want to be a part of it? Hit us up. Um, we definitely need more and more people. So, so, if you are in the Volusia County Four Towns area and you would like to be a part of a church plant, and which which is a brand new, just church. a new church. Um, I mean, give us a, a a hoot and a holler. We uh, we'll need for all you country bumpkins <laughs> a hoot and a holler is say hello. Coming from the Latina. <laughs> uh, we'll need all kinds of people, and we're really excited. Very. And we're not necessarily looking for churchy people. <laughs> no priestly duties. <laughs> I, I, can't, ha- I can't even say it. I'm not going to say I it. I don't have the iPad hooked up, otherwise. Sorry. <laughs> insert nacho clip now. Um, I was doing something else with the podcast, trying to get something else to work that did not work the way I wanted it to. Right. Um, so I just... I didn't even hook up the iPad, so we don't have any soundboard, but on this episode, we are going to be discussing one of the best shows on Netflix right now. Do you want to take a guess at it? It's either going to be Parks and Recreation, or I don't know, what else could it be? It's actually called The 2000s. Oh, yes. I forgot about that one. I thought that was on Hulu. And uh, for those of you that may not know what it is, it's a documentary, and they have other ones. They have, like, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and now mm-hmm. the the 2000s is the latest in that series. Right. Um, oh, 
Before we get on to the show, though, I did want to thank um, Anthony's and DeBerry, the original Anthony's, for hosting the interest meeting. They did a phenomenal job. Yes. Um, the food is so good. And if you have a family, that's one of our go-to spots because it's actually still cheap enough to feed a family. Right, without going broke. And with without, you know, with good food. Right. But anyway, so getting back to what we were talking about, and they're not sponsoring the podcast, so that no, was they're just... <laughs> but, uh, but the documentary, The 2000s, it really covers that 90s, the late 90s, early to mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, a large part of it is consumed between 9-11 and the financial crisis in 2008. Right. Um, both of which, if you were a millennial were huge events in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, those two events are going to shape your life one way or another. Right. Um, if you don't remember the financial crisis, like, that was terrible. I mean, that's when both of us lost our jobs. I mean, I was in construction. You were in banking, mm-hmm. two of the hardest hit industries of that financial crisis. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Um, it was just a really, really bad time. And, you know, people couldn't find jobs. And, and you know, we now know it as the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 9-11 was, I mean, traumatic. It's the largest terrorist attack to ever take place on American soil. Right. Um, more people lost their lives on that day than at Pearl Harbor, than, you know, in any other terrorist attack here on American soil. Um, it's also what kicked off the war in Iraq and, right. you know, going and getting Saddam and, and Obama, or not Obama, I'm sorry, Osama. Um <laughs> You know, and and really, those two events really shaped the better part of the decade. However, it wasn't even those. It, it was the one of the last episodes in the documentary that really caught my attention, um, because it 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 just always surprised me how technology has shaped our lives in such a mm-hmm. very short period of time. Right. Um. I mean, I like. This this one episode was all about, like, the rise of the MP3. Oh, my. Right? Wow. And, and to sit here and go, we're doing a radio show right now, mm-hmm. you know, using the same kind of technology right. um, to produce and to put out, it just, it really shocked me how fast it came around and, and you know, how everyone immediately jumped on board. Right. So I'm going to mention a couple of names here. And if you are a millennial, chances are you know these names very well. So like I remember Napster and Kazaa and Morpheus <laughs> and BitTorrent and, and oh my you know, who can forget BearShare. Right. You know, and, and all these, so these uh, shared PTP files. Right. That, you know, no one had a whole song on their hard drive, but everyone had a piece of it, and right. then you could burn it onto a CD, and oh therefore it wasn't piracy, and, you know, and the legal battles that, that came from that. <coughs> Excuse wow. me. Yeah, I'm not all the way over it yet. Um, however, it, it, you know, MP3s and piracy, that's that's not what this episode is going to be about. You know, our matey, like, everyone loves a good pirate. But <laughs> it supposedly, you know, ruined the m- music industry. And, right. And, and that's really not what this episode's going for. As much as it is, is think about it. In the '60s and the '70s, in in if it, if music was rock, it was from Detroit. Okay. You know, if it was R and B, it was Motown, which 
is the same area, but but you know, if it was country, it was from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, in the eighties, music switches to this like synth rock, hairband, Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, right? Hairspray. You know, I'm not quite old enough to appreciate it, but I like it still. But like. <laughs> All of my memories of that music are like my older sisters, right? Um, listening to it, and then and then pop starts coming in, you know, towards the end, and then in the '90s, it was hip hop, like it was rap, you know, and rap really jumped on the scene, and you know, it, it just music has always been one of those areas that it, it's just incredibly fascinating. It is. To see the amount of power mm-hmm. contained in music. And how it can influence and, I mean, really change people's minds. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know if I you mean, weren't sure about that or... <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking of something else. But it just like, you know, it, you can think back to when you were younger and you have certain songs. And, and we've talked about this on other episodes. And chances are I'll talk about it 10,000 more times because... Music has that big of an impact in our lives, um, our personal lives. But you can think back to songs that, like, yep, this defined this period of time for me. Like, this song, that song. Um, And we all have those artists that, like, those are our go-tos. Like, when I'm feeling this way, this is what I want to listen to. When I'm feeling this way, this is what I want to listen to. You you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. (coughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Apparently, we got to work on hand signals. Yeah. I was trying to get Debbie to talk Wasn't so I could sure call. What's happening there? <laughs> I haven't talked this much, you know, in a in a streak in in a week. Um, but by the time we got to the two thousands, what we did start to notice was music starts shifting. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's not at that point. It's not these very distinct lines of people who listen to it. No, so it, it like. Was... Like, when you think country, you know, and, and if you were to think Garth Brooks or George Strait or, you know, Alan Jackson or, you know, mm-hmm. these older country singers. Great music. Like, it, it is great music. Great I'm music. not, like, I love it. Mm-hmm. not knocking it. Um, but you definitely think a certain type of person. Sure. Like, redneck, you know. <laughs> and then, again, when you think, like, you know, death metal and, you know, Iron Maiden and, and Metallica and, and, you know, these real heavy metal bands... You think a different kind of person because those were the people that would listen to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Most likely. You know, obviously you had people, you know, like yourself, like myself, you know, where I do have a very eclectic taste of music. And and I do tend to listen to music from all areas of the spectrum. Um, But all of a sudden in in the 2000s, what we start seeing is these blurred lines, Mm -hmm. to quote Robin Thicke. Never even heard the song. No. But I know it's a song. Um, no, I'm sorry. You should have you should have followed in your daddy's footsteps. Wow. I mean, you can't compete with growing pains. No. Um, but and and really, I I haven't heard the song. It's you know I've heard word. Uh, oh, what is it? You heard word crimes. Weird Al's version. I was of gonna it. say you've heard Weird Al's um, version of it. I know that. But I've never actually heard blurred lines. But it's not a very good what song. we what we start seeing though is. Like, I can remember the day you called me and was like, hey, Nelly has a song with Tim McGraw. I was so excited. I'll never forget that you said, you're lying. That's no way. And. I was so excited. 
And then, you know, and then you start to see these crossovers. Like Florida Georgia Line with Nelly. Well, with T.I. too. Oh, they did. Oh, that's right. That other one. Um, mm-hmm. Or Oh, I'm sorry. No. Florida Georgia Line with, with Nelly, Nelly. You're and right. Then and then with, Brantley uh, Gilbert yes, with, with, yes. with T.I. Um, so you start seeing. And, and for someone whose two favorite genres of music are rap and country, like, I was like, this is awesome. Well, I was listening like, to Tim song the other day, and he mentioned, um, who did he mention? Oh, it doesn't matter who you mentioned. Just keep going. <laughs> But the more the more I got to thinking about this, the more I went, does this speak to a larger heart issue? Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, you got to be a certain way to listen to a certain kind of music kind of issue. Um, right. And and really, if you read through 1 Corinthians, you know, that, that that's what Paul's big push is, is unity. Right. You know, unity within the body, unity within the church. Um, and really, in all honesty, inside all of us, we all crave unity. Oh, absolutely. Um we crave being a part of mm-hmm. something bigger. <coughs> Sorry about that. See how annoying that is when you have a it, cough? And it you really wa- is. It- now, now, luckily, since I run the board, I can kind of try to turn my channel down oh. so you don't hear it as much. Okay. Um, but anyway, you know, and this is why issues like racism I- ignite us so much because we really do realize, like, music is music. Okay, country and rap have a lot more in common than you think they do. Right. You know, what is music? It, it is someone telling a story to a melody. Like, that is what music is. And whether you're from the country or whether you're from, you know, an inner city. Right. You got a lot of the same stories. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you both know what it's like to, you know, be on the other side of the tracks per mm-hmm. se you you know so sure so a lot of the and stories are the same and, and and being outcast sure. mm-hmm. and and you know so a lot of the stories are the same um but however this isn't an episode solely on racism either this is more an episode on unity mm-hmm. and wow my script just like totally flipped around why is unity so hard to accomplish though why do I think it's so hard to accomplish? Yes. Um, I think people want unity as long as it's on their terms and on on their playing field and on their level. They want people to be unified, brought together, but how they think it should look, not necessarily everyone coming together to blend. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it makes really good sense. and. You know, I'm immediately, like, just because Parks and Rex is such a good show to me. Sure. I immediately go to the Unity concert, you know, between Eagleton and Pawnee. <laughs> well, I think of... And when I, When I think of people coming together like Unity, I think of Ellis Island when people were coming in from all over the place. Um, that, to me, is Unity. You know, different people, different places, coming from different places, just they're all in one place. Sure. And... and, and Trying to achieve the same goal. I sit here and go, if we if we all claim Jesus is who he said he was and did what he said he did, mm-hmm. I mean, why can't we have unity within, you know, the, the greater universal church? Right. Because um, you do see a separation oftentimes in church. Yeah, and, and we fight each other and we ignore each other sometimes. And, and seriously, sometimes that actually damages the church. I am not going to lie. I had a thought in my noggin today. That I've had a harder time connecting, and not not with all not with all Christians, but I've had more of a pushback from people who attend church on a regular basis, um, like 
maybe differing views, you know, and it's it's cool if we all are on the same page. In, in day Just, one, in day one of the apologetics class okay. that I teach, that that's one of the first things I teach them, like, because you go over who do we engage in apologetics with. Right. You know, and everybody immediately, for those of you who don't know, apologetics is just that, that formal debating of... Being in defense of the gospel. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and why we believe what we believe. And day one, everyone's like, oh, atheists, Muslims, like, you know, and they start naming all these other things. And I go, uh, would it shock <laughs> you to to believe that the majority of apologetics you do is going to be with people who claim... Jesus is right. who he said he was. Like those are the that's the majority of the apologetics you're going right. to get into. Very few people are going to get into apologetics with, with non-believers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and we should um, because we should be having relationships with non-believers, and but we're not going to be debating in apologetics with them because they don't believe what you believe. Well, and not just that, we're not going to get into those conversations because they're uncomfortable. Like. If you if you work with an atheist or or someone else, you know, who a Muslim, someone, you know, who, you know, doesn't share your views. Right. Um, you know how uncomfortable it can be mm-hmm. to start having those conversations. Right. In fact, one of the biggest things I always get asked is, you know, w- how to enter into those conversations. And it's like, well, you know, the more fluent you are in the gospel, the easier it's going to be for you to, you know, have those gospel conversations. Right. Um, it's just going to come out naturally. That's why Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, mouth speaks. speaks. Right. You know, what's inside will come outside. But really, in all honesty, and I know that was a long rabbit trail to get down to, to come to this conclusion, <laughs> the biggest killer to unity is selfishness. Right. Is, you know, unless you're just like me, unless you think like me, talk like me, look like me, sound like me, then we can't be friends. Right. And, and really, in all honesty... It, it it's sitting here going, I'm the only one who has all the answers. Right. I'm right. You're wrong. So follow what I say or let's not talk. Right. You know, that whole being unwilling to compromise, you know, and, and therefore not even having the conversation. Right. Because I know this is just going to end in a fight mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you so can't I'd rather have not a even talk about it. Discussion yeah. or conversation. It can't be because you can't have a healthy um, opposing view conversation. Absolutely. We do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Me and you. Yes. <laughs> Every day. Uh, <laughs> maybe all the time is a bit rash, uh. but, but I mean, you know, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to, and, and granted, we are from different cultures and, and we are a little more of a melting pot than, we are. than some people, sure. you know, we're, we're not very homogenous. No. Um, no. <laughs> You know, I grew up, you know, obviously white and playing sports, and and you grew up Southern Baptist. You not, grew up Southern Baptist, not me, right? <laughs> and you grew up, you know, a, not white, right? Not white, not playing sports, no, um, not Southern Baptist, no. Mm-mm. So, I mean, especially early on, there was a lot of conversations about that, about unity and and being unified. Oh, and those were conversations, yeah, on my part, <laughs> not on yours. Again, growing up different ways. Um, well, I mean, just being so much more—I don't want to say emotionally driven, because, passionate, because it, it's not about a, what I believe in. <laughs> yes, it's not a woman thing. Like I'm not going all women. No, emotional. no. Debbie is I, I just, emotional. I am. I ask my class; they'll say things like, "Oh my gosh, Miss Lively, are you crying again?" 
And it just, it kills me because I go, you know, we spend so much time talking about our differences that we very rarely ever right. talk about our, our similarities. But I think having a relationship with people who have opposing views and opinions and thoughts and being able to have a healthy, productive relationship with them is more of a gospel thing than than going to church on Sunday. Well, and, well, and you know what I mean? Like, but the point of those conversations isn't, I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm no, going to prove me no. right. I appreciate the differences that we have because I think, um, you know, there are times we have conversations and I'm able to see things in a different light because of your differing opinion or thought. And I've been able to view things, you know, with a little more open eyes, having a different thought and opinion. Right. And and, and I... seriously, if you don't have different opinions from everyone you hang out with, that is how cults get started. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, run. Drink the Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. But I sit here and I go, this is why Jesus says, you know, a house divided cannot stand. Correct. And when Jesus says that, it's under, you know, it, it's important to know. He's not talking about football. Well, not, yeah, the, the Gator <laughs> Seminole license plate. But, um, but not even that. It's important to know, like, he's being accused of being the devil. Right. And, and casting out demons. Mm-hmm. And, and so he's sitting here going... Are you kidding me? Like, Are you hearing what you just... Did you right. hear what you just said? So, so I mean, what he's getting at, though, is if we are on different... Like, if, if we can be in different rooms of the house, we just all have to be in the same house. Right. Right. If yeah, that makes sense. Sure. And that's what Jesus is talking about. Like, Peter and Paul argue mm-hmm. at least twice, you know, um, and, and vicious arguments, too. Like, you know, Paul calls out Peter in front of, like, everybody. Right. You know, because he's, you know, being a little racist at a time, you know, at a moment. Or, you know, he's sitting here going, why does everybody have to be circumcised? Like, I don't get it. Explain this to me. And, and again, conversations are good. Like, as iron sharpens iron, so one sharpens another. Like, that sharpening, that discipleship, that all takes place within the confines of a conversation. Right. You know, it really, in all honesty, like, you don't see the disciples... Like, Jesus doesn't go, okay, hey, you know, Wednesday nights is going to be discipleship class. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in conversation day by day. Right. By day by day. By day. By day by day. You know, he's walking around. They're they're having these conversations. And sometimes these conversations can, oftentimes can, if it's done in a healthy manner, it draws you closer to each other. Right. You can appreciate each other more. Right. And and that's really, in all honesty, when, when I was looking at these this music, I was like... You know, it, it. Granted, I know people would. You know, you have the purists that would be like, "I'm never gonna." I know a lot of people that won't listen to like today's country because it it's too much like rap, right? Or it's too much like pop, or you know, and and you hear it all the time, like, "Oh, they're not real country singers." Well, <laughs> that was our son. <laughs> in case you heard the giggle, um, they are. Right. You know, they are. It's just and, what it is now. Right. And and no, they're not as twangy and... and they're not on the farm. There's they're no not... steel guitar and... Right. But but on the same hand, what makes one country? Right. It's, you know how do I mean? you define it? Right. Right. And I sit here and I go, you know, we as Christians, we have more in common with each other than we differ. Right. Yes, we may differ on when baptism could take place. We may differ on... You know, can you speak or pray in tongues? We may differ on... Using anointing oil. 
<laughs> or oil in general. Hey, 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 watch it. <laughs> we may differ on these on these points, but at the end of the day, uh, we're still family. Right. Still you know, love each other. Still. I differ with my wife, and and she is no less my wife. Right. You know, on the the magical powers of essential, essential oils. oils. He just doesn't understand them yet. Right. We're getting there because I'm not part of that cult. We're getting there. It's okay, honey. Um. But but that's what I mean. That doesn't make us any less husband and wife. No. And and neither should it make us any less brother and sister in Christ. Right. You know, not me and you per se, but well. you know the church in general. <laughs> right. Um, you know, as long as we go, okay, our house is built on Jesus is who he said he was and came and did what he said he did. Correct. Like, as long as that is the foundation mm-hmm. we can build on, we can talk to, we can have conversation with, we can, you know, now, now don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things out there that look and sound like Jesus, but aren't really Jesus, you know, i.e. Jehovah witness, the Mormon church. Right. Um, you know, going back to that cult comment, mm-hmm. you know, th- there are a lot of those out there. And we do need to worry about that. And we do need to, to stand firm and understand that, yes, there will be wolves that come in sheep clothing. Correct. Um, but understand, too, just because our churches have different denomination titles doesn't mean that we can't hang out, that we can't right, you know, right. help our community together, you know, in, in, in all of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Do you understand, like, the whole music tie-in? Sure. Like, this is just how my brain works. At first, I was like, I have no idea where he's going. <laughs> it's just how my brain works. You know, I, I hear and see, and although I may be hearing and seeing one thing, I'm definitely thinking about and something And you else. and I just recently had a conversation about when I give information, I am so direct, it's almost, like, painful. <laughs> like, it's, I just give you the information, and I'm like, all right, now let's move on. You at least... There's a hardiness to how you explain <laughs> things. I just go, this is just what it is. So this week, I challenge you, have conversations. Talk like, to different people. Right. And and have real conversations. And if you find yourself drawing away from people, like pulling away from people that are different than you, like really step back and check yourself. Like reach out to somebody else to go, hey, am I being judgmental? Like ask those questions. Absolutely. And understand, as iron sharpens iron, so one sharpens another. Amen. So until next week, we love you and we can't wait to talk again. Bye, guys. Love you. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you and we love you.